Today, we're going to talk about the different stages that men go through and how that may be impacting your ability to build a winning team. Now, before I offend all the ladies listening to this pep talk, let me tell you a little more about where the genesis of this podcast comes from. There's a very smart lady named Alison Armstrong. She's an author who helps women understand what drives men and their sometimes strange behavior. On Monday, I read her book. It's called The Keys to the Kingdom. It, it, it describes men's journey through life, and I found it fascinating. Allison said that this doesn't work for women because their motivations and drivers are different. But when it comes to professional women with long-term careers, things start to line up. So at least on the business end, men and women have some similarities. Here's the good news for you ladies out there. When you have this information that I'm about to share with you, it will help you understand and manage the men in your lives a little better. This information has also enlightened me and helped me understand the men who work in my restaurants just a little better. Hey, it's Peter Harmon, the food guru, here with your weekly pep talk. Thing one, men go through four phases of life. The phases are about what drives men, not how much power or money they have. And these phases are the page, the knight, the prince, and the king. So let's start with the knight. Okay, this is the second phase, but we're going to start here anyway. Knights are between the ages of 16 and 30. Knights want and need excitement and adventure. Knights are usually very chivalrous creatures. Knights need to live life to their fullest and have lots of fun. Okay, so now that you know what a knight is, I bet you can guess what a page is. The phase right before knights, little kids. That's right, a page is a knight wannabe. The pages sit around watching the knights do all kinds of cool things and wish for the day that they can be a knight. Okay, so this brings us to the prince. The prince has three phases, early prince, middle prince, and late prince. The early prince needs to figure out who he wants to be and what his life work is going to be about. The middle prince builds the business and the or the strong career. The middle prince is totally focused on work, and so is the early prince. But the late prince has built his business and now has some time to sit back and enjoy the fruits of his labor. This brings men to a period of deep reflection about who they are at their very core. And this is when men enter the tunnel. The tunnel is when some men buy the red Corvette and get the hot girlfriend. This is sometimes called a midlife crisis. Now, when men emerge from the tunnel, they become the king, just like a caterpillar becoming a butterfly. The king has a very strong sense of himself. The king knows who he is, and the king is like a baked cake. The king is set in his ways. Now, I want to translate this information as something you can use to build a better restaurant. Okay? So, if you love this part, you really should get Allison's book, Keys to the Kingdom. It's an amazing read. All right, so let's go move on now to thing two. Okay? Let's go back to the page. While they're not yet old enough to work in a restaurant, they're certainly old enough to be influenced by the knights or people in the restaurant business. 
because as we've discovered, pages want to be knights. The Food Network has inspired many young people to become chefs and work in our industry. People with parents and older siblings who are in the restaurant business sometimes join our business. And these ideas started to form when they were very, very young. Okay, now let's look at knights because this is the group that are most often employed in the restaurant business. These people are our cooks, waiters, bartenders, and young managers. Remember, knights are fickle. And we keep asking ourselves, why is it so hard to keep people, right? Well, Allison has given us the answer. If you want to keep young men between the ages of 16 and 30, you better be offering them some serious adventure. If you try to tie them down, they'll leave in a heartbeat. Boom, gone. So here's a big point. So pay attention. Knights are not ready to be leaders and managers. Knights are reluctant for power because they're still knights. I mean, think about it for a minute. We see it all the time. Waiters just want to make lots of money and go out and have fun. Cooks just want to make cool food and then go out and have fun. Knights love to burn the candle on both ends. And if we make them managers, they resent the extra time they have to spend working because all their friends are out chasing dragons and having fun. Yes, folks, a knight will accept the job as a manager because they want to please us. They want to help us. But most of the time, they will be miserable doing it. And they'll leave as soon as another opportunity comes along, right? I mean, think about it. We've seen it happen over and over and over all the time. Yes, there are exceptions. But if you're honest with yourself, isn't this starting to make a little bit of sense? This is why it's hard to keep knights, especially unmarried knights. Now, I know I'm going to get in trouble for grouping and generalizing all these groups of people, but it doesn't matter. I'm not trying to say specific things about anybody in a bad way. I'm trying to give you an idea and a concept to chew on. Yes, there are always exceptions. The exceptions are people who've been in the restaurant business for at least five years and people who are in the restaurant business as a full-time career. Some people actually have the management gene. They need to be managers. They need to be leaders of people. Now, here's another exception when a knight might be a better fit as a leader or a manager or even a long-term employee. These are people who are married with children. See, once a knight is married and has kids, it forces them to become more stable and settle down. And it sometimes sh can shift a knight into the early prince stage, no matter how old they are. Now, the cool part of this is if you are a nut, young person, a knight looking for adventure, well, working in the restaurant business could be the perfect job. I mean, think about it. Restaurants all over the country are desperate for workers. I mean, all over the world. And a young knight could have a blast jumping from city to city and learning his or her craft along the way. Maybe the way to lure a knight is to offer them on-the-job training that'll give them the skills they need to be competent in our business and set and ready for adventure. Think about it. Now remember this, knights will be knights. And all men, no matter what phase of life they're in, sometimes have to strap on their shining armor to prove they still have it. This brings us back to the prince. As I mentioned, there are three stages of prince. Early prince. The early prince is looking for a place to put down roots and make a long-term commitment and build their lives. They're looking for something important to do and are ready to put down some roots. 
These are the people we want. Did you hear that? We want to hire the early prince. These people are around the age of 30 and they've had many very exciting adventures and they're ready to become adults and start to settle down. Now, I love this concept. I've seen this transition in many, many of my people over the years. But here's the downside, okay? Sometimes an early prince who's been with you for a long time will leave the restaurant because it was fun when they were a knight, but now they're looking for stability and long-term growth and they may not see your restaurant or my restaurant or any restaurant as a place to build their life. This is often when they leave us and they say something like this. They say, I'm sorry, but it's time for me to go get a real job. I need a real job to support my family. This is when we must make sure that we have a plan to help them grow within our organization. We need to show them why this is a real job and that they can be very successful here. Now, the middle prince is looking to build a kingdom that they intend to rule one day. And if you can give them the right growth opportunity, they may jump at the chance to make your kingdom their kingdom too. Okay, now this moves us to the late prince. The late prince has already established themselves and ready to relax and enjoy the fruits of their labor, at least for a little while. I find this very interesting because when I interview a late prince, somebody in their late 30s or maybe early 40s, they're usually tired of the rat race and tired of working so hard. The late prince is usually looking for a set routine, and that set routine usually does not include nights and weekends. See, a late prince has already established themselves with company A, and they don't really want to start all over again at the bottom with company B. They're ready to move right in the executive suite. Now, this may or may not make them a good pick for you. But however, there is one exception and a certain type of late prince that does fit really well. If you find a late prince who has recently failed, you may have the right person for the job. Here's what I mean. Imagine that a late prince has recently been let go from their job or a late prince started their own restaurant a few years ago and that restaurant just didn't make it for whatever reason. This person has to start all over again at the beginning no matter what. And if they're open-minded and they have a good character and a solid work ethic and good references, they just might be the perfect person for us. Here's why. The late prince has the experience and the battle scars to prove it. The experience of failure humbles us and prepares us for real growth. I find that people who've had the shit beat out of them are finally ready to make the adjustments needed to become great because they've shed their ego. Most people don't make it to success on the first attempt. And as you know, it doesn't matter how many times you get knocked down, it matters how many times you get back up. Okay, now this brings us to the tunnel. Now this is the fun part. It's called the tunnel. This is when men buy the red Corvette and pick up the hot new 25-year-old girlfriend. It's known as the midlife crisis. The tunnel represents the time of life when men struggle to come to grips with who they really are and what they truly stand for. This is a real thing that men struggle with. Some men go bananas and others just glide right through. On the other side of the tunnel, we meet the king. 
The king is fully baked. He has a clear sense of who he is and what he is. He knows his mission in life and is not willing to change who he is without a very serious fight. This is why we sometimes say, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Make no mistake, smart kings never stop learning and adapting to new environments, but not so smart kings fight change at every step of the way. The point is that kings have a strong sense of who they are. And if you're looking for such a person to manage a business for you, a king could be a great choice. Here's another thing about kings. Kings have a strong desire to give to their people. Kings love to give out rewards and take care of their people. It's part of the package. It's part of their wiring as kings. Now, here's an interesting thing that sometimes happens in restaurants. A prince hires a king. What? Hey, don't laugh. This is serious. This happens all the time, and it can lead to some pretty rocky places until both parties figure out what their roles are. Now remember, in these examples, the titles are not about money or who has power over who. They are examples that illustrate the different mindsets and stages of life that men go through. So it's very possible that a prince would hire a king. And the problems start when the prince tries to micromanage the king. Don't misunderstand me. A prince can manage a king as long as the expectations are set up front, and both parties understand what their roles are, and both parties are comfortable in their own skin. It is very important for anybody who hires a king to give them latitude, let them express their power, give them some autonomy, because that's what they need. Now, if you're not prepared to do that, don't hire a king. Okay? Now, Here's one more thing. There are a couple stages above king that you should be aware of, and they are. The emperor. The emperor is the king of kings. The emperor has many kings and kingdoms under them. Okay, Donald Trump is an emperor, and so is Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. Now, there's also a level above emperor, and it's called the spiritual guide. When I think of spiritual guides, I think of Merlin the Magician in The Hobbit. I think of Yoda and Old Ben Kenobi from Star Wars. These people are driven by altruistic needs. I also think of people like Gandhi, Mother Teresa, and Andrew Carnegie, and Bill Gates. Because they're ready to give back. They've made it on their own. They're ready to help others and truly give back. Let's wrap this baby up. Knowing where your people are on their lifeline will help you understand them a little better and help you become a better leader and a better coach. This information may also help you rethink the group of people you're targeting your hiring message to. For example, if you're looking for stable people who want long-term opportunity, you'd be better off looking for an early prince than chasing a chivalrous knight. If you need someone to manage a large restaurant, a king, Jess might be the ticket. If you're looking for a coach to help you improve your restaurant, you definitely want to find a wise old sage who lives to give back and help the next generation get where they want to go. And that, my friends, is me. My name is Peter Harmon. I am the food guru. My goal is to help restaurant owners and managers just like you. I want to help you create financial freedom and live the life of your dreams. 
I've written a book called Restauranting 101. It focuses on eight basic fundamentals that will prepare your restaurant and move it into the top 5% of all restaurants. Restauranting 101 has the power to change your life and it's available on Amazon today. I encourage you to read it. And if you really like it, get a few extra copies for your key people. These eight basic fundamentals have helped me and my teams accomplish amazing things. And I'm sure it'll help you and your people too. I'm a restaurant coach. I do one-on-one coaching sessions. I use these eight basic fundamentals to help my clients transform their restaurants from okay to great in just 90 days. That's right, folks. If you're struggling today, I can help you turn things around in only 90 days. Come to foodguru.com today and sign up for a free consultation. What do you have to lose? Nothing. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to hearing from you.